Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, it's part of the 88 Cup car, the uh, 7 Xfinity 29 truck. Just get it right one time. Oh, I'm using that. Brett Griffin, spotter, Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, and we've changed seating orders today on my left. I'm in between the two greatest gents in racing. Hey guys, it's KB between TJ and Brett. A rose between two thorns. It's a sandwich. Yes. That I can't eat because I'm allergic. TJ, I think we should slide in a little closer. Let's do it. Come a little His closer, baby. Like hey. Just like wanted if you were a fruit, you'd be a fine apple. <laughs> oh Slow news day today. There's no news. What news? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking Nothing about. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. We're at Junior about. Motorsports. I was looking for the trail of blood around here, and I couldn't find any, so everybody's taking it better than I thought they would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nodding. It's going well. It's going well. What's your, what's your uh, TJ, you obviously know more than anybody probably in this building other mm-hmm. than the Kelly, folks who work yeah. with, with, with Dale on a day-to-day basis. So what, what do you got? What's the scoop, man, on your side? Um, personally, I'm, I, I'm happy for him. Um, I think in the last year, year and a half, I've seen him grow a lot and, and be happy. So I don't think, like, uh, one of the things this sport, people don't get a chance to, like, go out on their own terms a lot so this is uh this is big for him to be able to call it quits when he wants to in good health uh you know just in a good part of his life man and he's got a lot of living to do now and he's got time to do it and and uh so being friends with him when i talked to him on the phone about it that's one thing that i told him that i was happy for him and you know I, I i thought it was a good decision for him personally i mean he's accomplished everything he's needed to accomplish and he's happy with what he's done and yeah and the reputation that he's built in the sport, um, and just just seeing the the influence that he has, like he's he's a, uh, and I won't admit it again to him, you know, but <laughs> it's uh, be good. I won't admit it again. But he's he's taught us all good lessons. Like if you want to know how to, if you want, there's different ways at this point. He's been a great role model for a lot of people, and sitting back, sitting back watching him handle certain situations that he's went through, and and seeing how he's handled them, I've I've learned a lot myself too, and. So he's a, he's been a great role model and and uh, and great friend to me. So I'm I'm happy for him. So so you personally, now that you know what his future is, what's what's your future from uh, a spotter standpoint? You know, I don't know. We'll see. I think you have to, you know, I think you have to sit back and I think you have to give your team all your attention to start with until it's time to to see what happens. You know, but I think you know you you weigh all your options if you got something. If there's something outside the sport that you can possibly do, and something you're home on the weekends, you might look for, might yeah. look at it. Yeah. But the, the spotter group. I mean, you're, you're a loyal friend, loyal guy. You were going to spot for Dale Jr. as long as he drove. Right. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I he got me into the sport a long time ago, and it, not not to work with him to start with, but he found he found an ability uh, that I had, and he you know wanted me to work with him. And it's not not many of us have gotten to work with drivers for that long. Right. Like I've. I've been working with him for almost ten years now, and yeah. that's uh, he went through a lot of spotters before me. So to get work with him for that long is pretty good, I guess. Um, I don't know, you, you know, you just sit back and you you keep doing your job. We still want to win every race the rest of the year with the eighty eight car, you know, and and but I think it'll it'll um, 
well, it'll play out. Something might come along to do, and or you you know, like you, if you could find if you could find a good job where you're home on the weekends, you might look at it too. But yeah. the spotter group, it's a it's a unique job, and and uh, to be one of the I've been told that I'm one of the better ones. So you Who know, told you that? <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm just you. kidding. Um, I, got, I got one last question for you, and I want to ask KB something. So you know how many races are left this year. What's the one race you're looking forward to spotting with him the most? The, like, I guess it's kind of – I mean, clearly Homestead is the last call. So, but, but what one race are you like, man, I can't wait for this to be our last race together in terms of it meaning something? Uh, you know, I would, it would be nice to win a plate track still again, because that's what he's known for being really good at. It'd be nice to leave, um, it'd be nice to drive into victory land at Daytona or something like that. Or, uh, you know, Indy, Indy would be good, but just something about the plate tracks, you know, you know, the people were, it's a great race and it's kind of what he's known for. And, and I think that would be a, I think winning a plate race would be pretty good. I I was going to say second Talladega, because if I'm Talladega right now, I think my phone's ringing off the hook, and these oh, Dale yeah. Jr. fans are buying tickets because that's Daladega. That ain't Talladega. Yeah. And I think I think they're selling tickets like wildfire, and I think the Daytona 500 lines are probably not ringing at all. That's just my opinion. So, KB, you were here this morning. They announced it at 830 to 150-plus employees here. Yep. What what was that like? Um, It was emotional. Kelly got a little emotional, of course. Um, so she told you guys. She told us down at the surface plate. Everyone was there. Um at 8.30, and they said it was going to drop at 9 and to stay off your phone. Yeah. But um, it was very positive. It was Dale is 100% committed to his partners, his sponsors. He's healthy. He's 100% behind Junior Motorsports um, and that he just decided not to, you know, renew his driving con- contract for Cup. Yeah. And that he, you know, is 100%, you know, for all of his partners, his obligations, and he wants all of us to know that we're still here. We're still operating at 100%. There's nothing different from the day-to-day. And yeah. he's going to continue to be incredibly relevant um, There's only in two ways for him. There's only two yeah. ways for him to stay relevant. It's either to go do TV, mm-hmm. which I personally hope that he does, and it's to be an owner of this race team. And, and the owner of this race team opportunity is not only now in Xfinity. It may be in Cup down the road, too. You know, so Late model. It late does model. open the door. It, it opens the door for him to have the time to do that. It opens the door for that. And she said that it will also offer him the opportunity to be here more and be more engaged with the employees and the management and right. how the day-to-day operations go and the vision for Junior Motorsports. She and his probably thinks brand. that's a good idea right now. <laughs> until well, he's here until every day. He's she's here like, every you day gotta going, go. Y'all realize why we got a bigger studio here, <laughs> yeah, right? You damn right. Because <laughs> he's spending a, more time it's his new here. office. Yes. We're yeah. on our way to the top. Yeah. No, so everyone here is incredibly. Uh, <laughs> that's why good spirits. Very happy for him. There's no sense of fear about the future and. Yeah. Everything, you know, it's just another chapter in his life, and we keep moving as we do um, every day. Yeah. I, I got a lot of texts from friends going, I can't believe it. And I think everybody in this room can believe it mm-hmm. because we know what he went through last year with his health. We know he's married now wants to have a family. Uh, TJ, were you surprised at all? Um, I don't know if I was surprised. Uh, I mean, I, I, I knew it was going to happen in the next few years. I wasn't sure when, but yeah. honestly, I was – I was happy for him. I mean, I really was happy when he said he was. I knew it was the right time for him. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, man, damn, we need to run one more year to get right. – I, I didn't feel like that. So, when he told me – when he called and told me, I was like, man, I'm happy for you. Like, yeah. I am. I mean, I've seen him a lot the last – I've seen him a lot anyway, but yeah. seeing him a lot and just – and seeing how happy he is with Amy, that wedding, everything was perfect, man. He had time off to do that. And then I see what – I see how happy he was there and – and how happy they are. Easter was awesome for him, the break and everything. It's fun, man. I'm glad for him. Yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't overly surprised, though. I mean, it's always a shock. Yeah. Now it's real. Yeah. yeah. So before it was like, ah, oh, we might, might not. But now it's like, now I, it's when I When I first read it, I was like, maybe this will be like Mark Martin's retirement, where he'll retire, <laughs> but he'll still race five more years. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I, that's obviously not Retiring, but I'm not really retiring. Yeah. I, I do still think yeah. he'll race some. I don't know that it'll be in cup level, but I think he'll – I think he'll run some Xfinity stuff. Some, I mean, he even said when I retire, I want to run a full truck season years ago. I'm not sure yeah, that's still relevant. I don't in his think brain. he's going to run that. But, but I mean, I think he'll still play around some. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I thought that for a while, but after after uh, last year and and just seeing how seeing him enjoy weekends and stuff, the way he started enjoying them like normal people. Yeah. Uh, he he was pretty happy. So I don't 
I could see him getting pretty heavily involved in the ownership part, like, you know, getting down, like, like Kelly said, getting really involved. And, like, he, he's got people in place to do that for him now, but he might be even more involved, which you said might not <laughs> they might not like it as much. I, just, but. I think it's great for Junior Motorsports as a company. And when I look at what Junior Motorsports has done over the years for him and his brand anyway, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Hendrick, but when you look at who their drivers are and what their brands are like, I think Dell Jr.'s brand – you know, his fan base was because of his name, but his brand is because of what people like Kristen and Josh and everybody at Junior Motorsports does here. It's a, uh, I mean, look at these podcasts. This is an extension of his brand, and, and I think that smart people are around him, and it's only going to get better for this company. Well, he finds people. That's, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I really believe So that's that. one of the things that he's taught me, too. That's a lot of smoke. Um, <laughs> one of the things that he's done is you Her guys ass is already not. smoking. I'm just blowing know, smoke look, around. Damn, I'm fired. <laughs> one of the things he's done here, though, is he's taken a lot of people, and he's found he, he's taken a lot of people, and he's found their niche. Like the uh, Jordan Erickson, the graphic designer. We all used to race on the computer back in the day. He's got he's got friends that in here that that he's found what their abilities are, and put them in place. Tyler Overstreet didn't yeah. know him until we used to race with each other, and he's found all these people's. Um, the IT department, Brad Davies, Josh Barry, um, you, you, Lee we, Langley, Lee Found Langley, him at Walter Reed. Yeah, and now he manages no, he, our entire we parts. Knew, we Did knew, you know him before? Yeah, we knew Lee before. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we've just Brad. That's how we got Brad here. Um, just but he's found people's ability. Like I didn't know how. You know, he never heard me spot, and I did the first race for Junior Motorsports when they ran Homestead with Mark McFarlane. And that's when I got the call that I got the call the next morning from him. He calls me from his bus. He's like, "Hey, I'm over there putting side skirts on Sterling's car." For all you guys' first listeners, TJ never talks about himself. This is actually something new. Yeah. Well, he's fine. <laughs> what I'm saying is the guy's good at he's good at finding people's he abilities. Is, yeah. You he were is. putting so. side skirts on Sterling Marlin's car? Yeah. Yeah. And then I get this call, and I'm like, Dale Jr., like, oh, what I do? Yeah. what I do here? You know, I broke something, did something. I, You yeah. know, I let the, let the buffalo out. I did something wrong, right. you know. And then he's like, man, I, I'd love for you. To, I listened to you yesterday, and I really want you to work come spot for me yeah so but he he's That's cool i never thought i'd get that phone call but right. he's found a lot of people in this building that have that are actually very valuable talented so, people yeah very yeah. talented cool well i think we're all happy for him it's just going to be different it is it's going to have business implications it's going to have big a big deal to the licensing side of the sport um but nonetheless this sport has proven yeah it goes on the show goes on i and think he'll stay involved up. though like yeah. he's not just going to disappear off the map. Yeah, he's still going to be involved. And like you said, I, I could really see him doing some TV stuff because he's good at it. Yeah. You know, I remember when he was first going up there. You know, for the first time, he was nervous. Yeah. And then he gets out there and he's really good at it. So, um, yeah, I think I think people will stay connected in that aspect. Is TV easy. would be crazy not to sign this guy and get rid yeah, of some of the I older agree. talent that that isn't as connected. If you guys want to name names, you can. I'm not. I'm not going to name names, but I agree with <laughs> Who's you. Who's old up there? Oh, my. There's, there's a fight in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on that. Jesus. Anyway. No, Jesus isn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> Redneck Jesus. Redneck Jesus. Oh, gosh. Next. All right. We're going to go into spot on, spot off. Y'all ready? Yep. Kyle Larson dominates the majority of the Xfinity race. Brett, spot on, spot off. Spot on for him, man. He was doing it. Uh, I mean, he 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 kind of started. He was a guy all weekend. Him and Stenhouse that were working really hard to make the middle and the top come in. And when it came in, he was three to four tenths a lap faster yeah. than everybody else. So Stenhouse worked too hard one time. Uh, yeah, more than one time. <laughs> I, I just man, I know we were talking about Kyle Larson, but this racetrack was amazing this weekend. I thought it put on a great show. It was so busy that I looked at the spotter beside of me, Mike Herman, that does. Not Mike Harmon, Not by Mike the way. Harman. Mike Herman that does Stenhouse. <laughs> and I was like, man, we're so busy. I can't pay attention to some of the things I usually like to pay attention to to help my driver because it was chaos. Anyway, spot on. Yeah, spot on. It's been a while since we've had a, a young guy come in and chased it a little bit last year, but not like this. Uh, Kyle's kind of hitting his stride now, and, and we need somebody young like that to come in here and, and, and be like that. So spot on for him. And uh, spot off for the rest of us trying to catch him. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Jeremy Clements gets sucker punched by the – No, he was not sucker punched. By Ross Chastain yeah, during really. Red Flag. I mean, kind of, but not really. 
First of all, Josh was there. He was there. Producer Amish Josh was there. Josh, give us the, the <laughs> recap of what happened, and then TJ will give you spot the on, spot on. king of watermelons off. and – Yeah, so, so basically what happened when the red flag came out for rain, uh, the two cars were coming down, and Michael was coming down behind them. And apparently uh, the radio went out, but Michael at one point said, you, you guys need to pay attention to what's going on out front because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, so basically, I'm I'm standing there with an umbrella, you know, making Phil, sure that my driver doesn't Phil, get yeah. rained very on. Very manly, by right? The way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, I just start seeing people running, uh, officials coming over, and all of a sudden, Jeremy Clements is standing there and just gets whacked right across the cheek, right below the eye. Did you see what instigated it? I, I never saw the whole like turning him around or anything like that. I just saw the aftermath and. Yeah. Um, I saw his eye and saw so it was the real. results. Oh yeah, it, I mean it they was. They made him go to the care center. He got it was hit a, so hard. It was a solid punch. So it was why, a solid. Why were they fighting? But party foul on Josh because we were texting in our group. Oh PR God text forbid I didn't get it on my phone. Didn't I'm sorry. Get video. What's yeah. the deal, bro? Dude, Jeff for all Gluck, of us on the Jeff, Jeff, you realize you, you would have been like a star. Yeah, you'd have been you, the new Jeff Gluck. You wouldn't even be here producing this. Could have been JoshMaston.com. JoshMaston.com. You would have been in a higher place already right now yeah like tmz josh something yeah. like that uh, yeah. but i'm still just low on the totem pole <laughs> yeah, anyway yeah, well. so spot on spot off on that uh i mean hey don't grab a guy spot on hit him <laughs> i mean what, what ross chastain said was you don't grab a guy like that and expect not to get punched i'm going spot off because who are these two guys <laughs> i've never even actually heard yeah. of them jeremy clements and ross chastain does ross know how many people have probably wanted to punch him Ah, in the last couple of years, you know, he drove like an idiot at times, but lately he's drove him, driven even more like an idiot. I don't know who even spots for this guy, but something needs to change. He he blocked us for five laps the other day. That gets on my nerves. Well, the, he gets on my nerves when he you're passing him, and he's the type of guy that can't give you two feet yeah. off the corner. He's four laps down, and racing one other car that's a half a track away from him. That's not even, you know, and he he's the type of guy that. You, you come off the corner, you about wreck because he shouldn't be there, and he right, is there. Right. So apparently, apparently they were like bumping each other, each other like under the caution flag. They have some personal issues. Wanna, between word that each yeah. other. Maybe we should sit <laughs> a girl. Yeah. With their oh, cars. Stop it. So <laughs> there's two things. Were they in there's their cars only, when they were bumping each other? Or? Huh? Nothing. So He's Ross gorgeous. got homeless, grew a beard, and <laughs> wants to fight Jeremy now. Although he had some this token chick. Waiting for epic him shit right here. This is yes. this, why did we not know this before? Elliot you... was in the qualifying stall next I to him. I thought you were about to say Elliot something else. I'm like, no, please no. So we were in the qualifying <laughs> stall next to Ross Chastain, and he had some like blonde. I like, love this show. Person, listen, next to you're him. not going to get this info anywhere else. <laughs> this is it. So wait a minute. So really, they weren't even fighting about bumping on the track. That's they what? were they were fighting over a bumping chick. off the track. Yeah, bumping they got off two the track. years of of anger at each other. My and... pony. Oh my god, this is a redneck <laughs> right here. I love it. You know what? You, you know what? That girl probably singing that old positive case. I, mean, I got a man. She's smart though. She's smart and beautiful. My man got and like, man got to me. Pop. <laughs> Okay. I'm not trying to hear that, see? Oh, oh God. God. Spot on, spot off. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. gets a top 10 finish at Bristol Motor Speedway. Would you two lock it up? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Two guys are fighting over a girl during a race. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all, the only thing we need now is the girl to slap the other one. Remember, remember when Max Pappas got popped in the oh, face? Oh, yeah. That's what we need her to come out of nowhere off the top rope and what pop if, the other one. How awesome would that have been? Oh, that Take up been. for her man. This just got worse for you not recording this. Her new man. You okay. need to have this. Uh, yeah. Umbrella or record a fight. Next time, choose the fight. I want a picture of the girl. Is she hot? Gorgeous. Yes. Oh, so and it's worth fighting smart, And she's she's awesome. This story she's wait, wait, wait. Too. How smart is she? I she's mean. She's smart as hail. <laughs> no, she's awesome, people. Yeah. We're Facebooking her later. Oh, yeah. Right <laughs> now. TJ's going to slide Look her DMs. Yep. Slide right in. Yeah. I'm going to text her. I'm certainly her not going to grab her by the shoulder. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, sorry, but I... Uh, <laughs> Kind of broke. Have a TJ problem. Well, we didn't yeah. say her name. What is it? I'm not saying it. <laughs> yeah. You can Google it. We're just going to find it out. Just tell us. Oh, God. Just say it. Ricky Stenhouse. Ricky Stenhouse gets a top 10. Spot off because that wasn't enough to beat Kyle Larson, who Brett had, and we'll get to that later in the show. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah, spot on. He did. He gave me a valiant effort. That's all I was hoping for. Ed Briss is one of his best tracks. 
So somehow he's become a good short track racer at Martinsville and Bristol. So spot on for Stenhouse. Spot on, spot off. Yimmy Janssen, back-to-back wins, baby. That's a great Hispanic name. <laughs> Hemi? Hemi Hanson. They don't say J's in, 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 no. uh, in Mexico. Lopez. I mean, in Spanish. Hemi Hans. <laughs> Hemi Hanson. <laughs> How did this podcast turn into this today? Look at Overstreet out there. Back-to-back right back wins. Oh, right, right, I'm, I, I, I'm going to be the only guy in America to say spot off because his spotter, G- Earl, and, and myself, we have a, a running bet every mm. race, and whoever loses – has to buy the other one a drink. So the first three or four weeks, Clint outrun Jimmy every week, and now Jimmy's on a tear. And Earl and Earl orders freaking twenty five dollar drinks like Long Island iced teas. That's what know? I was gonna say. Get that. He won't order teas. like a damn three dollar Bud Light. Me? What's wrong with you know? that? Oh, this is good. So I order Dale's Pale Ale when I get to order. And, the man. And, and it's two fifty. And this ass <laughs> orders, you know, some twenty five dollar drink. He's killing me. So anyway, I'm I'm spot off. TJ, what you got? Uh, I got spot on because little do you know, and you're going to be mad at this, Chad Knauss asked me for a T-shirt signed. Where is my T-shirt? All right, get over it, okay? I'm this sure is such it. horse I'm sh- give it to Listen, Chad. so he asked me like a few weeks ago before Texas or whatever, so I brought it to Texas and I gave it to him. He wanted it signed? Yeah, so I gave it to him and then they won the race. So I passed him yesterday or Sunday morning and I said, Chad, you realize you're 1-0 with my T-shirt. He's like, you're right. Now Chad is two and zero. Yeah. So Greg Ives will be wearing one. You're next 0 for week. two with us. The other three people sitting wow. on this couch. So we don't even want to hear it. I we don't want to hear it. We think you suck. Hey, before we go into break, I want to ask TJ's opinion on something. No. Xfinity race. Five to six laps left in the first stage. The caution comes out, and we rode it out. Do you think? That was the thing to do and to let everybody just finish where they were? Or do you think they should have called the normal pit road open and tried to go back green and, and not – they literally took control of that situation by riding out that stage. Do you think that was the right thing to do? Uh, under the under the current rules, I do. I don't think it was – I don't think it is right to open it, close it, and then open it again. We've had too many problems. Uh, we need to just not count those laps. We need to not count – caution laps or something at that point or or do something the going yellow pissed well going yellow all the way through the stage and is defeating the purpose of the stage that's my thing you just said you like it now you're saying you don't like it i i I like it because people have been getting screwed by it we like okay the truck race at martinsville we got screwed by it because they opened it closed it and then opened it then they finished the stage that does nothing but swap the field for no 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 fair reason right and you know i do feel like uh I was just pissed off because know. we ran about 40 laps under yellow too many. more than we should have. Yeah. Uh, and, and NASCAR, a lot of that's on them. But in, in terms of that stage, you have to make an attempt to go back green with that many laps left because we could have gone two, two, three laps and then had two laps left in the stage. We just ride it out. And I'm, I'm sitting – I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I was furious because I just Why didn't think we, it was uh, right for the fans. What about no stage ends under yellow? There you go. There you go. Just like the end of a race. It's like a race itself, so yeah. no stage ends under yellow. If you got to add a few laps, you add a few laps. I just didn't, man. I was furious. I just yeah. I felt like the fans were getting gypped of an opportunity to go back green, even though you're going to immediately go back yellow. That yeah. was, that's the point of the stage. Well, it honestly cost Ryan Blaney Texas. Yeah, and it cost it didn't cost but, anybody a race win possibly at Martinsville in the truck race, but it swapped the field. Yeah, you took a fifth place truck and put him nineteenth for no reason. Right, like that's not really that's not fair to me. They got a but they got the choice of pit or not pit. Yeah, but if they open it. If they open it, close it, and then end the stage, and then open it again, you're, that's not fair to me. No. You got to have some. You got to have some attempted at green in there to actually, for a reason, stay out. So I don't know. I, I think they got to fine tune it. Still, you're defeat. If you don't go green, you're defeating the purpose of the stage ending. I don't understand closing pit road two laps before the stage is over either. If you want to pit, pit. Like to me, that's the whole purpose of the stage is strategy. And I don't know. I, I think they need to. Come. We, uh, I think they need to come on the show that and explain what the hell spot. they're thinking and give me and you an opportunity to change their mind. That cost us a spot. Yeah. They, they closed pit road, and Dell Jr. saw the light flash, and so he thought the yellow came out. He's kind of slowed. I'm like, keep going. What are you, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I thought the stage was over. I'm like, no, we got two to go, buddy. Keep yeah. digging. Yeah. So yeah. we lost a spot to the 20 car when he did that. Hey, so before we go to the break, part two, door bumper clear is actually going to be at Whiskey River. This is going to be big. 
live podcasting on May 18th at 7 p.m. Whiskey River yeah. down in the epicenter. Yes. And Kristen may ride the bull. Backwards with lingerie yeah. on. Yes. Backwards. That's reverse Kristen. White wet t-shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> tweet Dirty Mo Radio <laughs> using the hashtag, hashtag DBC at WR for your chance to win appetizers, meals, and even a VIP experience from Whiskey River, can which you, can is you a bring two hot friends with you. Yes. Yeah. Or hashtag KB Bowl. All three ride it at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then switch positions, do it again. <laughs> Josh, want to ride the bull? Nope. No, I don't want to see Josh on a bull. <laughs> That's not what I want to see. Nah. So just make sure you listen to the podcast every Monday or today, uh, Tuesday. And listen, we'll this info. is going to be big. It is. You get a bottle of liquor. Yeah. And a private area overlooking the dance floor if you tweet us and you win this VIP experience. Plus, you, like you get to, to play, listen to us. Do you like to play poker or do you like to get free liquor? Which is your free favorite? Free liquor. Free liquor. It's good to know. Free liquor is never a bad thing to have. Too much What do you got to do to win the free bottle of liquor? You just got to tweet at Dirty Mo Radio using the hashtag, hashtag DBC at WR yeah. for your chance to win, and they're so, going to pick someone. So people coming to Charlotte for this race, for that race weekend, yes. need to be at Whiskey River. Because Kristen's going to put on a hell of a show. And Thursday, a, May 18th, 7 o'clock. And there's a Tim o'clock. Duggar concert. To free follow. cover. Free cover. Free hey, cover. If charge. they give me free liquor, I'll be singing with Tim Duggar. What are you guys going to wear? Too much free liquor. He's going to be on the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> In a wet T-shirt. He's going to be dancing on the bar. <laughs> I'm going to wear my cut-off blue jean shorts. That's You're riding the bowl. Sensual. You're definitely riding the bowl if you wear them. American flag socks. You what are, about? You I thought you were going to wear your, my Gucci uh, shoes. What about your cock socks? <laughs> I got cock on my shoulder. <laughs> anyway, just listen to the podcast and make sure you um, you can actually do it on uh, what Twitter and Facebook. So if you comment below the post that's coming out soon with hashtag DBC at WR, you can also win that way. And we're so. going to have a big name there with us, too. We don't know yeah, who it we is We don't know yet. who it is yet. But you guys, I'm telling you, mark your calendars. Do it whatever will be you somebody do. entertaining. For Special guest. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We're all taking shots Ross before Chastain. we do the show. Just kidding. Wonder how many, First wonder of how all, many people I could afford to buy shots for in that place. We about buying Earl drinks. If it's a dollar shot, if we can get JR to do a dollar shot, so I'll buy everybody that comes a shot. How about that deal? Holy I think crap. we get right. Ross and Jamie there and give them both what's a fireball. What's the fire hazard, though? Because I can't go over like 500 bucks. <laughs> oh. How about they the can fit a lot of people in there. Yeah, surely not more than 500 because I can't afford more than 500 bucks. Yeah. All right. Break time. Break. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Hey, we're back with Fastlane. And <laughs> I took a real break, okay? He did. Just took a nature break. Oh. He did. I'm all back. right, I'm going to give you guys a topic to debate. I'm going to alternate who responds first, and you each get 30 seconds to voice your opinion. TJ's going first on this one. Yeah, boy. I'm switching the order. All right, we'll switch the order. Because he's pissed off. I'm a little mad this, at it. Is this his rant? No. Okay. no it should no, be. Now no, no, it's in the show, so no. Show. The show sheet. I like the way people in Tennessee talk. Y'all they ready? They say like instead of like. Like. There's a lot. I like. There's a like lot. it a lot. Was it Mike Harmon's fault when the number nine and number seven wrecked late in the race at Bristol Motor Speedway in the Xfinity race? Absolutely. 150% in the damn way. We got two guys race for position. We'll end of the race, and we're going to the corner. It's clearly easy to lift a little early and get up out of the way. You are racing for absolutely nothing. Um, so, yes, it is Mike Harmon's fault. Brett will not meet you at the sandbar anymore, and he's not giving you beer. There's two lead lap cars, two wide behind you, racing for position, and you opt to run the middle of the racetrack. That either makes you, A, an idiot, or, B, you didn't know they were too wide coming at you, which makes whoever's talking to you an idiot. So one of these guys needs to change jobs because you can't wreck lead lap cars like that. It's just it's profound. 
yeah, you put two guys in a position that they did not need to be in. Um, we did not need to be pinched into that spot. We could have went into that corner too wide and raced. We probably could actually beat the nine car off the corner. Yeah. But instead, we had to pinch him down because the 74 was pinching us down. Yeah. And it just puts us all in a bad spot. It's the end of the race, man. And your teammates. And we're racing for a hundred grand. We're not really not. At, you know, if say the 21 blows the tire. Yeah. That's a hundred grand. Hundred grand. So. Dinger's low. <laughs> Turn the dinger up. Turn the dinger up. Bristol Motor Speedway used a substance called VHT to add grip to certain grooves. Should other tracks look at this strategy? TJ told me VHT is mousetrap stickiness. Brett. I, going into the weekend, was against this because I felt like it was a very unorganic shot at, at manipulating a racetrack surface. However, after watching two races on it, I thought that, that Bristol Motor Speedway put on a tremendous show. Guys were two wide, three wide. The bottom work, the top work. I'm all for it at another track. I'm not for it, though. So I liked it in the race, but I didn't like it in practice. They did the whole bottom groove in practice, basically, and it was just too grippy. It was so grippy that 55 hit his line twice. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, that uh, in the race, they only, they only put, uh, like, three foot off the bottom. They put a strip or something. Right. And I feel like that was where it was at. Yeah. I, I, I guess my question about this VHT thing is what if you did it across the entire racing surface? What happens then? And I don't know the answer to that, and I'm sure we could all speculate that we do know the answer, but I'm definitely not for it going on other other tracks. Clint Boyer finished second at Bristol Motor Speedway yesterday, with actually Sunday. With the way he is running lately, how long until he scores a victory in what track? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't. I, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen enough out of Clint to get up there and dominate a race yet, but part of winning these races is hanging out in the top five. You start hanging on that top five enough, you're going to win a race. So he's on his he's on his way to doing that. Yeah, I, th I think we've got three top fives, maybe even four top fives, and, and TJ makes a valid point. You're not a contention to win until you're consistently finishing, not running, finishing in the top five. Richmond is one of his better tracks. Obviously, Sonoma's a good track. He's a great plate racer. It won't be Indy or Pocono, all you fantasy players, so don't pick him there. But honestly, I think we can win Richmond this weekend. Pocono and Indy have too long a straightaway. Did you party? He gets he gets he gets lost. That, that P two? Did you party? Party. I took fireball shots. Yeah. Oh. Clint called me. He said I'm going to drink a margarita, and I said that I'm going to stop and buy fireball. So yeah, it's so gross. What is fireball? Stop hating. Hating. Are you allergic to it? <laughs> are you? No, I'm serious. Are no, you? No, I don't okay. think so. It's not whiskey, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, then I am allergic to it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's whiskey. Cinnamon, cinnamon whiskey. Gluten girl. Told, so we have a friend of ours, Kelly, sitting in with us today, and she always makes Caitlin Vincy and a lot of these other people on Fox look really, really good on TV, not from a makeup standpoint but from a production standpoint. And I told her she could come sit in and listen to our show only if she brought shots, and she didn't bring a damn thing. <laughs> Kelly, you're out. Well. Short-lived. You're one and done. Smile for this one there, troll. Deuces. Ah! Let's go back to the show. You called me a troll. You said that earlier, didn't you? Who is farther down than you thought they would be in the cut points at this point in the season? Kristen, who's going first? TJ. TJ. Uh, the 88. Oh, that was my answer. Yes. I was going to say the 88. Well, so now I just agree with TJ Well, now that it's the 88. Oh, I mean, cool. Del, where, where, Del, Del Jr. Good. is probably – I honestly think he's going to win a race and get in this playoff. But he's certainly a lot further down in points than, than I thought he'd ever be. Who do you got, Kristen? Yeah, I always want Bossman to win and be up there, so yeah. I would say the 88. And we honestly, talked about this before the show. Listen, it, it's not because we're running bad. It's we've had a lot of bad luck. So yes. yesterday was more bad luck. Ten. <laughs> Will. Wheel. Oh, I screwed that up. The off-the-wall topic. You have both worked in the racing industry for many years because you're both super old. What is your dream car that you would buy if money was not an obstacle? Oh. <laughs> You've lost control of this show. <laughs> what would you buy? Brett. Dream car. El Camino. How about a baby blue Ford Pinto? Tinted windows. I was like, are you done? <laughs> tinted windows and, and 20s on it. The 20s. You don't oh. even know what a Ford Pinto is, do you? Hub My mom spinners. drove a Ford Pinto in high school. <laughs> is that not funny? Oh, That or a Chevrolet Chevette. 
That's my two. I've green never cars. heard of a Chevette. You know what I really want? I want a white Bronco like OJ ran around from the cops with. And every time I see one of those hey, damn things, that's it's my like, answer. No. <laughs> it's like fifteen grand. I mean, wow, dude, they got TV time. <laughs> I mean, before Tim Tebow, that was the most famous white Bronco ever. Okay. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> I would. Uh, I give up it. on the dinger. <laughs> you this, know, this they, went awry. Which they've created by? so many old cars now and custom shops and stuff, so it's it's hard. Oh gosh. Um, I don't know. I'd probably just pick like a like a Lamborghini or something. Lamborghini TT. Yeah. I don't know something fast and Giardo. stupid. Yeah. I feel like guys who drive those have really small penises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way about a Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to drive a Lamborghini around? I don't know. I've never driven one. There's a big. Um, <laughs> you ever driven one? There's a Lamborghini race shop here in Charlotte. It's called Underground Racing. And when I was at Mobile One, they um they were one of our race teams. Did you but drive they it? have. I've been <clears throat> driven. A in bunch one. of pretentious. F- that's exactly what I want. It's to a bunch of older dudes with a sh- ton of money. Yeah, pretentious. And they go race like listen, the salt flats. Just listen, if money's not a problem, is it a, is it a problem owning a Lamborghini? Yeah. Well. Hashtag AskDBC time, guys. Hello. So producer Josh has chosen a few hashtag AskDBC questions to ask the guys here today, and we're going to start with at AARonJohn102. You know these guys out here laughing. It's because we're <laughs> we, we really a, phoned this in today. Because Dale Jr. said he's retiring. There's TV people here <laughs> taping us. Yeah. We're going worldwide. Wide. You mean they're not here to tape us? <laughs> oh, Brett. Sorry, Dale Jr. That's here for us. That he probably <laughs> actually he, he said he owns a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like you. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a Lamborghini guy. How yep. often do you drive Because <laughs> he's dressed nice. He he's is. He's TV. dressed pretty. Yeah, I think he really does have one. How often do drivers watch film of each race? Anything gained from this? Oh. Do you, and also, I'm adding in. What's the how question often again? Do spotters watch film of race. How often do drivers and spotters watch film of the race? I do. do you get out of it? I do almost every week a little bit. I like restarts, and um, I like watching restarts and where. Sometimes plate racing, but the package changed this last year, so it'll this Talladega will be, you know, it'll be. I was just a little bit. I like restarts, lanes and stuff. A driver who's dedicated watches every week, in my opinion. A, a driver who isn't probably doesn't watch every week. So I, I think they're when you look at the word commitment, you look at Jimmy Johnson at Homestead last year. He had probably already run that race seven times in his mind before he buckled into that race car. I think that's how prepared he was. I think the guys that are you know, doing well or certainly watching film. I, I know talking to Elliot, he watches on the way to the track on, on travel day, he watches the previous year's race. And I know that William Byron is doing a lot of those same things in terms of trying to find which lines work. So uh, I, I think this is a great question from a spotter standpoint. I think TJ hit on it. Restarts can be a really big deal because you can know we, we knew at Bristol that the top eventually was going to prevail on restarts based on the past. So just looking at that, uh, on YouTube or wherever certainly helps refresh your men- memory. So it, it's just it's another resource, and if you're going to be good at this job, you certainly need to rely on it. At Twitter asks, if Canada were to get a cup race, should it be held at Most Sport or Montreal? Oh, man. Montreal, because they party their ass off there. Yeah, Quebec. Uh, have you been to the Mossport? I have not. It's in the middle of nowhere. So it's like, Road America. We yeah. need to be in Canada. Period. Yeah, I don't think those tracks are the are, are right for either one. Really, Montreal is just that's not built for a stock car. I'll be honest. It's it's a it's a flat track. It's built for a Formula One car. It's got runoffs like that. It's not built for a stock car. Um, I don't know Mo- if Mossport was in Toronto or was in Mo- near Montreal. I'd say that'd be where we need to go. Yeah. But I- I'm not sure there's a track in Canada that would be Build great one. for our series. Build one. Yeah. The reality yeah. is we have Put so many. There. We have so many Canadian fans. A that watch on TV. B they a? come to Watkins Glen. A, a? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they come to Watkins Glen. They come to Michigan. You know, they they come to a lot of our tracks. So we need to be in Canada. We I we agree. did something really dumb and went to Mexico City where our fan base wasn't at. That they were race was fans. terrible, too. They were race fans, but yeah. they weren't necessarily NASCAR fans. We have NASCAR fans in Canada go there. Yeah. We need to give them a good track. Let's it, put a Martinsville up there. That'll when be is fine. The, when is the last time that the Cup Series went international anyway? Japan? Japan. That's yeah. been 20-plus years was ago. Was that 98, 95 yeah. or something? Dale Jr. and Dale Sr. raced yeah. in, 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 in Coca-Cola cars, ironically. The number one and the number three. One was black, one was red. That was the last time we went to, to International, I believe. 98, Josh. Yeah, look it up. I'm right. At Mike yeah. Zevenberg right. asks, clearly bad timing on the selfie here. Where do you draw the line and deny a selfie? I, this, is, this is so 
freaking ironic because Kelly and I were at breakfast this morning, and 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 clearly she doesn't do social media for Fox News, Fox Sports rather. Sorry, I don't watch CNN. Um, Fox Sports tweeted a freaking gif of Dell Jr. refusing to take a selfie with a guy while he was on the way to the care center. What social media person thought this was a good idea? You make Dell Jr. look like an asshole, which he's not. He's mm-hmm. following NASCAR protocol. You make your network look dumb for covering our sport by doing this. Whoever did this needs to – I don't even know what needs to happen to him. That's ridiculous. Did you see it, TJ? Yeah, oh, yeah, I saw it. We were looking at it on the flight home. Idiots. Yeah, I don't – Number one, the guy got the the guy got the autograph and selfie after the afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, there's yes. just the right time. You, and I know you, you this know, isn't about the guy though. No, this should have never been yeah. seen on public. I, I think there's a much better time to do that. So, um, but yeah, is that is this the guy? Social media fell by is Mike Zevenbergen the guy? No. My blood pressure okay. went up. So he was just asking a question. At SVT, Cobra John asked if they're going to run the race on a Monday. Wouldn't it be better to run at prime time when they have lights available? Well, you just ruined my rant, SVT Cobra John. My, I am one. We had a, you know, our, our sport trended upwards for so many years, and then we kind of got stagnant. And and then to some degree in TV, we've trended down. I think a lot of that's because you know people consume it in other ways. But we had one of our best Daytona 500s was run on a Monday night, and we had a captive audience who had nothing else to do but to watch the Daytona 500. We had an opportunity here, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago on the show, should we be looking at weekday races? There's no better way to look at a weekday race than to be forced into a Monday and to be able to look at a Monday night, put it in prime time. I don't care if you take it off Fox and put it on Fox Sports. We missed an opportunity to see if this could work. And we took away the opportunity for people that wanted to consume it on TV. We took it away from them because they're at work. They can't watch it at work. They can try to listen to it on, you know, some stream or whatever, but they can't watch it and do their job. This was a bad decision. Yeah, I don't – the only thing that I – against that to me would be, okay, say if you want – say you schedule for Monday night, then it rains again. Go Tuesday night. You only well, got to go to Richmond. You know what I mean, though. But what if it's a, what if it's a West Coast deal? What if it's, it's a – It's not. That's what well, I'm saying. This is, this is solely based on where we're at and where we're going next week. I mean, I, I'm not against giving it a shot one time, but uh, my uh, – yeah, I mean, I honestly. How about if, this? We work in racing, and we couldn't even like we they put it we put it on in the kitchen, but like. Yeah, you can't even watch it. Right, like we can't yeah. watch it in our offices. And your boss is racing. Right. Yeah. Josh wouldn't watch it anyway. It's just. I mean, I was following Twitter, but that's not the same as watching. That, that would have been the first <laughs> race Josh has watched sober on a Sunday, or a cup race Josh has watched <laughs> sober him in too. fucking three years. <laughs> <laughs> So that's oh, why the show sheet's so good this today. <laughs> At TL Start 2014, us biggest positive surprise this year. Shit, Larson. Shit, the, young, Larson. Lar- the young guys, man, look at the points. We've got. He is good. We've got guys in the low twenties up there in the top two and three in points, and not backing down. So, I don't know. It's that's that's pretty uh, positive to me. Look at you showing a little leg right now. That's a, lot, yeah. a lot of leg. <laughs> it's a lot of leg. That's a lot of leg. <laughs> biggest surprise? What's yours, Kristen? Buy me some time. I'm pulling a TJ. I the need more biggest time. surprise? Here's the whiteness of your thigh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> What's the biggest surprise for you this year? Positive surprise. Positive. Positive. That's where I'm struggling. One main coming back. There you go. That was great. That was one great surprise. <laughs> one, that was one main surprise. <laughs> that's one main thing. A biggest surprise this year? Positive. I mean, the racing in general has been pretty good. Stage. The biggest surprise this year is how well I've liked the stage racing. I, there I you really go. Have. That's a good one. The racing's been good. Yeah. The racing's been good to me. Racing's been good. My, I, I'll say this. Like, you look at Bristol. They used to sell 130,000 tickets to that place four times a year. We sold the Xfinity race out. So, Xfinity Cup, Xfinity Cup, four times a year. You go in there, you take something that's so great, and you manage to redo it. One little thing. You redo the track, and now everybody's like, oh, we don't like it. And then you grind the bottom, you grind the top, you put glue on the bottom. And and hopefully everybody – oh, nobody got to watch yesterday because they were all at work. But it was a great race, and I just hope that people go back to that place because it's a wonderful venue. It's a wonderful family atmosphere with camping. Like, let's go back to Bristol. But I was fired up when I left there yesterday. You're still fired up a little bit. Well, these last two questions pissed me off. The idiot that posted the social media thing and then – why we didn't run on prime time. So that's why I was struggling to be positive. But stage racing. Love it. So <laughs> gosh. 
Hashtag DBC picks. TJ's not even in the running anymore. I mean, at six to two with Brett my winning, luck, my luck is carried over. Like from the actual on track eighty eight luck is carried over into my picks. Luck and hope ain't a strategy. But yet. I will say that that Brett did take a top dog right there. I did. I, I took dog. I took a little bit of an underdog right there, and it didn't pay off. It was off, pretty close so. though. You too. Yeah. So, so we're going into Richmond. Hmm. I should just let Kristen pick for me. We're going. Yeah, to, yeah it's not going to uh, matter. You could probably pick Landon Cass right now and still win. <laughs> Daniel, um, Daniel Suarez. is. You know, because I'm probably not going to pick him the rest of the year because I don't trust him, I'm going to go ahead and take Clint. <laughs> Clint Boyer. Solid nice pick. Yeah, man. you were probably going to take yourself. Well, you Jeez. did say that Richmond's strong for him, right? Solid pick, man. Oh, the irony of what it would be like to win at Richmond with him. That would be – I would like to flip off every person that talks so much about us couple years ago. Actually, I'll flip you off anyway, even though we don't have to win. So I'm going to go with a sleeper since he went with a big gun. That's not really a big gun yet. You're still proving yourself. Yeah, he's top seven in points, three top fives. I'm going to go with Chris Busher. Hmm. I think he's a short track guy. <laughs> and if I'm going to pick him, I'm going to pick him there. And I hope that he gets aggressive and that whatever his teammate has taught him, I hope he forgets it. And uh, go Chris Busher. You're a treat. Six to three. TJ, you got a rant? Well, I think we kind of already ran a little bit. Yeah, I I can't. My rant is more about the people can't decide what kind of racing they want. No matter what we do, it seems like people. Why were so many people bitching on Twitter about bitching? That's what I'm talking about. Bitching and what were they saying? They don't like, they don't, you can't ever please everybody. Like, they all want, well, this is what they did in the 80s. Well, this is what they did in the 90s. Well, you know, we're there trying to give the best product we can give. We're not going there trying to give a product that's not good like we're trying yeah. things and people need to understand so you're hello. supposed to catch that and throw it in the trash uh we i don't know i mean here at junior motorsports i think the <laughs> race <laughs> you're supposed to catch it i well, think the race has been great this year and i think people the Tona 500 was one of the best ones that i've watched or seen the end of i actually watched i was on the way home but yeah. i watched the last 50 laps one night late at night and it was like i was like glued to my seat like right. I, I even i know who won i was like man this is good yeah and i feel like a lot of the races have been like that this year what, so what were people saying though like what were they about they just said it was boring it wasn't a good race what like that's what channel was ice skating on because maybe they should have turned that on yeah I, I i i don't know if there's i'm almost to the point right now that you're just not going to please everybody we just need to start well, you, you're keep never going to having good everybody. races and if you're nascar and you know dell jr is retiring what do you do to keep those fans engaged and help them find new drivers? Because I, I, I mean, I, this is I'm in a weird spot here because I've been here almost 20 years, and I, I was here for Tony Stewart's rookie year, and now he's gone. I was here for Dale Jr.'s rookie year. I mean, when I first got here, he was a Bush Series driver, champion, winning races, and and doing extremely well. But I'm starting to see my guys go. I mean, clearly my generation of guys are going away, and and I just see. I mean, like, if you were a Dell Senior fan, you went to Dell Junior. If you were a Dell Jarrett fan, I feel like a lot of those people didn't know where to go. Like, what what do you do to? Well, if you're NASCAR, who's that breathing funny? It's out. It's out in the shop. Oh, <laughs> sounds like. Anyway, <laughs> like, what do you do if you're NASCAR to get keep these people engaged? Kristen, you've been on that side, the NASCAR side. I've been on the NASCAR side, and Dark I'm no side. longer there. <laughs> what do here. you do though? I think they're on the right path. Just young kids are filling the seats, and they're making it exciting. They so. step in the right direction was definitely the um, the kids ticket deal yeah. now. Agreed. Free kids. Love or it. Free kids. Yeah, free that's that's hard to beat. That. That's the future. I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. You know what I wish NASCAR would step in and do, and I don't think they can do anything with it. I don't know anything about that side, is go in there and help set prices. for The, the tracks need to understand these people, they can't afford to, mm-hmm. to spend $75 on lunch for three people. Yeah. Like, it's too much. they got to like, pull master style, right, Josh? Mm-hmm. I've never been to the Masters, but I know Martinsville is a $2 per minute cheese sandwiches. Right, and like $3 uh, beers, right? Martinsville, $2 for a hot dog. That's reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very reasonable. Yeah. You go to Texas, they're $7, $8, $9 for a jumbo hot dog. Yeah. And that's not even travel, getting to and from the track. You got parking. Exactly, if you parking. Have, if you need a that's hotel, 20 $30 bucks at least. All that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's – Like the free, the free ticket thing is a step in the right direction, Absolutely. but let's make it a fun family event the whole time. Yeah. You know, and – I think some of the sponsors and stuff are starting to go in that direction and make it, but the tracks need to work with them too. I think we're a very top-heavy 
marketing executive team compared to other sports. I mean, we have offices in L.A., offices in New York, offices in Charlotte, multiple offices in Charlotte, offices in Daytona Beach. Like, I think we're we're, we're very marketing top-heavy, so I think those people doing things like the kids get in free is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we spend so much time talking about competition. Like, there's a lot of rumors that, and TJ and I talked about this weekend, the valence may be coming back. Like, we may see the valence get run on a cup car before really? this year is over as a test. And, you know, Xfinity Series, they're looking at composite bodies, which means that we all buy our bodies from one place. We don't make them in-house. You're still going to have to have body hangers hang them, but they're not actually going to be making the bodies in-house. I'd love to have your boyfriend on and, and have him talk about that maybe next week as far as what does that mean if that happens for the future of the Xfinity Series. And those are all just, you know, things that competition makes so much noise, but on the marketing side, these people need to be figuring out ways to put, you know, to take these Dell Jr. fans and not lose them. We can't lose Dell Jr. fans. They also have to realize who their fan is, too. I, I feel like sometimes they're trying so hard to, to be something they're fan. not. Yeah. And if they would just stay true to the hardcore fan yeah. and the, and bring the kids up, you alienate hardcore fans by the fancy-schmancy crap that you try to do. Daytona Day. Like, just I want to bring back – I'm okay with racing. composite bodies and all that stuff, but let's go back and run them at South Boston. Yeah. Let's make it affordable for these guys that don't have these big rigs. Let's make it affordable for them to put a composite body on a car and go try to run. Right. I want the local local hot shot at South Boston late model class to run in an Xfinity race there against them guys. You just made the best point you've ever made on the show. Really? Composite bodies at short tracks is a phenomenal idea. Josh, write it down. Leave it alone okay. at the other tracks where bodies matter so much. But TJ just, I mean, yeah, if you're a local racer – and can afford to put together a little bit of local sponsorship and be able to afford yeah, to get go a car. Run the race. Take pit, no no live pit stops like that. Yeah. Throw a halfway break. You come down, change your tires. You got five minutes or whatever, and go back out and stage racing helps you. I mean, whatever. people would tune in to see some local dude go against a Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Dude, would you not watch a a two hundred lapper from South Boston with a hundred a hundred uh, lap one hundred break? I'd watch the heck out of that yeah. Saturday night, something like that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Running it. I don't care if you run it Saturday night, Sunday, Saturday day. I don't care when you run it. Yeah. It would be a good race. There would be action the entire race. Yeah. Cool. So, Good show today, guys. Good show. Got to thank stuff. One Main for having us. And, and yeah. I think, you know, when you look at a sponsor like One Main that's been in the sport for so long, one of the reasons they're still here is because of personalities like Dale Jr., and the reason they're at Junior Motorsports, obviously, is because of a personality like Dale Jr. So I think this is wonderful news. His retirement is in terms of what maybe he can do for them, not in terms of showing up in public, but just in terms of, hey, man, I'm Dale Jr. What can I do to help your brand and help you stay a part of our company? So just looking at it from, from a, you know, from one main's perspective, like, man, I think good things are coming. Yeah, I'm excited to see what what he can do and I'm sure he will. He's gonna do something. He's not just gonna disappear like I said. He yeah. I'm excited for he what loves he's gonna much. I'm excited for what he's gonna do down the road. So I'm excited to see it. He tweets about races from the forties. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it too much to walk away. He he knows he knows about every wreck and like he tweeted about a wreck when Sterling Marlin was in in Bristol how it caught on fire because they had jack stands in the trunk. Yeah. And holding the whole I saw that. So I mean, how does he know there were jack stands in the in the trunk that pump, that went into the fuel cell and it caused, caused a big fire? fire. Yeah. Like really? I mean, how does he know? He's a uh, he he knows so much info. So, yeah. and I think I think you're at some point it's going to get a chance to shine. So, it'll be entertaining for all of us. There has to be some blackmail stuff somewhere in y'all's friendship that you can get him to come to Whiskey River and meet us on May 18th for for 5 minutes. Mm. <laughs> oh, can, we, can we just line it up for next year? Yeah. Because I'd like to have a job the rest of the year. <laughs> Touche. Can we go point. a GoFundMe for the my my pay for the rest of the year? Yeah. <laughs> but the pictures will be great. But I mean <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody and from Thanks, the Exalta sir. Studio. Yep. We're out. Peace. Oh. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 